Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders. Plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now. Welcome into another edition of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone. We're back in the studio. Uh, Both of us. Yeah, Brendan, you, were, you weren't even here last week. I was remote. I was trying to week. get back. I Pr- promise. A big thank you to Wes Reynolds for setting in uh, and, and, and subbing in last week. Uh, Brendan, before we start talking about wrapping up last week in Atlanta and getting into this weekend's race at New Hampshire. Big news breaking this was week. There, was there news? Some big Has news, been in, news in the driver. A couple of Xfinity Series guys, Austin Sendrick and Harrison Burton, uh, was announced they are moving to the Cup Series. Well, we knew Austin, member was moving. We, we thought we, he was going to the 21. 21. But he's going to go to the two and replace Brad Keselowski. Yep. Harrison Burton's going to the 21 to replace Matt DiBenedetto. That was a shock. That's a little bit of a surprise. Now, we know that Keselowski has not announced his plans, although it's been very rumored he's going to be going to Roush really? Fenway with really? the part ownership. I'm just, really? I said it hadn't been announced. Really? Like, we know where he's going. But Matt DiBenedetto, now that's a whole different I situation. Really, I really, the way, I really thought that with the two team opening up, that they would move Cindric to the two. We, I think we all agreed that we thought Cindric was coming to the two. But I was really surprised when they did get rid of Matty D and they picked up Harrison Burton. Now, here's what's funny. I, I, I'm listening to NASCAR radio and fans, I, I, I love you fans. The fans are the greatest people alive. And they're criticizing Ford and, and these manufacturers for not having a you know, Toyotas, they got, they got, they've got a, a young stable of drivers that they're, they can fill in any time they, they, you know, their, their development program is working. Ford needs to work on a development program. Uh, I can't remember how many times in the last 25 years I remember people saying that a certain manufacturer didn't have a development program. They don't need one. Exactly. You steal it from the other one. Right. Joey Logano didn't come up through Ford. Brad Keselowski <laughs> didn't come up through Ford. If you'll remember, you know, you remember the first guy Ford tried to have as a development driver? They didn't even get him Biffles. in a cup car. Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon. No, Jeff that's right. Gordon, Ford development back. driver. And the guy ends yeah. up in a, in a Chevrolet when yeah. he makes his cup debut driving for Rick Hendrick. No, I mean, and you know, and you, you go through the years of all the guys that, that were supposed to be somewhere else and didn't go, look. The problem that Toyota has as a manufacturer is they only have five race cars. Gibbs, 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 
23 X1 and the 23, right? So you got five cars. They've got a great that now they have tons of trucks. They've got tons of well, not only do they have five cars, but tell me where you see an opening coming soon. I mean, uh, look, Denny's going to De- retire soon Denny. and be an owner. Martin Truex, Martin Truex, and Denny are the it, two that are that are that are within, I'd say, the next two to three and years. Denny may start a second team with Jordan. We know that could happen. So I don't know if it's going to happen next so there's year. Six, but, but you're there's not a lot of room at the end for Toyota guys. So you got to go somewhere, but which Eric Jones found out, and Eric Jones, and and Eric, Bell may find out if he doesn't win more races. Exactly. So it's it's shocking to me that that Harrison went they, that Penske and Woods Brothers went the Harrison Burton route. That that kind of caught me as surprise, but the Brad Keselowski news, the Austin Cindric, we all knew that was happening. I mean, okay, that you know shocker there. The the I think Matt will end up somewhere. I really do. Do you uh, think it'll be in the Cup Series? Yes. I do. And I think it's going to be interesting to see with the new car next year, who's applying for charters, you know, who look, there's still that second ride that's going to be yeah, available at Trackhouse, whether Kurt gets it, whether Chastain gets it, or whether they go to somebody Who else? else completely different. I mean, it's certainly a little bit of it's going to be how much you want to pay well, and who can bring how, sponsorship. Who much, how much sponsorship is going to be there. I mean, that's one thing. And, and the other deal is, you know, which driver is, is fits the mold that Justin Marks wants to put in there. You know, I mean. Right. And, and by the way, you mentioned the, the, the Toyota development thing, and you talked about how many seats there are out there. Well, there's one guy who's not in cup that is going to be in a cup car within the next two years, so somebody's going to have to go. And that's Ty Gibbs. Oh, whoa. Hold so Let me tell if you, you don't think Ty Gibbs is going to be in a cup car in the next this, two years. This might be the first kid I ever looked at that said, forget going to the other series. Put him in a cup car. He's like it's almost like LeBron James coming out of high school. I, my goodness, man! Uh, I I don't know. Look, we all everybody used to call Joey Logano sliced bread. Randy LaJoy gave him that name. Yeah. And Logano came out and had a lot of pizzazz, and Elliot came out. Well, with Mar- a lot of Martin was like the first guy to see Joey and, Logano, and, and everybody said, "Oh, this kid's going to be great." And Joey's won a championship, and Joey is a great. But it, it, it took him a while. To, it took him longer than, than he expected. And really, he's just a great race car driver. He hasn't been this. Well, he got fired by Gibbs. But, oh, my goodness. Ty Gibbs. Yeah. And his last name's Gibbs, by the way. Well, but forget the last name. Well, I know. But he's very talented. Unbelievable the talent that kid has. I just I don't know where it came from. It definitely wasn't from his daddy. <laughs> Sorry, Coy. Love you. All right, Jeff Motley, Brendan Gone here on Gone Racing, and we've kind of talked about the news of the of the day, the news of the week, some of the driver changes. But it's time to start talking a little bit about Atlanta. Our buddy Kurt Busch gets his first win of the year. Now, Kurt, he was the best car all day. Kurt, Kurt was strong, unexpectedly strong. Although I told and, and I told you I air. He he told me a few he hours before the race. He thought, yeah, we run well hey, on these mile and a half. When I drove for Penske cools in the down, Kodak car, he used to tell people I was going to be good too. I mean, well, we're, we're I, I was sitting there thinking, team. well, this is just a, a driver that's trying to tell himself but he's going to be good today. Strong all day, I, Jeff. We've had 21 races this year. I'd be willing to bet we've had 16, maybe 14 of the 21 double-digit winners. This is a 30-to-1 shot. 30-to-1 to win the race. He was plus 750 for a top three, plus 355 in Group C, which we'll talk about the groups in a minute. He was the only non-favorite to win a group. And, you know, we've been betting these Hendrick and Gibbs cars all year from a team standpoint. Chip Ganassi Racing was 20-to-1 to take the checkered flag. Yeah, I mean, that was I, – I love watching Kurt and Kyle race each other. Um, Kurt actually put out a stat, stat in the victory lane that I thought was really cool. I think they're two wins behind the Allison boys. Bobby and Donnie. Of being the most successful brother duo 
that, that where, where both brothers have won. Yes. We don't Terry, get the Richard and Maurice Petty do not count. Well, <laughs> that Lee, people remember Lee was father, Dale Sr. and Dale Jr. But this was, you have Terry and Bobby Labonte. You have Michael and Daryl well, Walter. It's like the old joke of what brothers hit the most home runs in Major League Baseball. It was Henry and Tommy Aaron. Yeah. Tommy yeah. hit one. Tommy Henry hit one. Hit Henry hit 755. <laughs> but, but this is like that. This is, that, that was the Walter brothers. This is, this is, these two guys, both champions in the sport, both coming up to do this thing. They race each other hard. They, and, and Kyle really seems to hate it when Big Brother beats and him. Now they're and now they're two and two head two to head. And two and two yeah. head to head. And, and, and Kurt is now 0 for 2 on getting a ride home after beating his Did brother. Did he leave him again? He left him again. Yeah. Well, Kurt knew he was going to leave him. Come on, so. Kyle. I think, Come Kyle, on. I think Kyle had dinner plans or something. Hey, hang out for your brother. <laughs> no, it was funny, though. Kyle did post a video of Brexton really upset about finishing second, and he said a chip off the old block. Yeah, I saw <laughs> so, that video. I mean, I think Kyle, once he kind of calms down, he kind of, okay. You know, he was all right. He came by victory lane, and, and they asked Kurt, well, well, how was he? He goes, oh, he was typical grumpy Kyle. Yeah, he was, <laughs> so, he was Kyle. That's, but that's right. Yeah, but that's right. But let's talk real quick about the end of that race, the last 25 laps of that race. There was a little <laughs> bit of controversy about Ross Chess Dane, you and I are on the same page on this, but I'll let you, as a look, former driver, talk about it. Look, here's the thing: there's a lot. The, the sport has definitely evolved from the day that we had to earn respect from each other, and and we're, we're going to talk. I'm, look, I'm in the media now; I'm not a driver anymore. And anybody that knows anything about me knows there's not much love lost between me and a Ross Chastain. So I'm going. You can sit here and say, "Oh, here goes Brendan; he's going to unload on Ross because he doesn't like him." Ross, in my opinion, he did not block. He did not do anything wrong in this case. Now, he could have done more to get out of the way. But, but keep but, in mind, he was on the lead lap with still 25 laps to go in the race. And he doesn't need to just get out of the way. Now, I always had a rule. I did not want to have the pick set on me. I didn't want to be the guy about to go a lap down, not my day. You know, I'm, about, I'm fighting for the lead lap. I get it. But there's five laps are left to go. But he you had 20, 25 laps. 25 laps, a lot You can laps. make up some spots. But, but I still, like, I always didn't want to be the guy that, hey, they set a pick on me and somebody said, oh, get out of the way. I didn't want that. So I worked on not being in the way. This is your teammate. This is still fighting to be on the lead lap. And your teammate has said, I want the bottom. Now, I've had leaders say they want the bottom, the top, whatever. If I like the guy, I'll give him where he wants. If I don't like the guy, I don't care what you want. I'm riding where I'm happy. But his teammate says... I want the bottom. He didn't block Kyle. He didn't move in front of him and do a bunch of dodging and weaving. He stayed in the high groove. Was he up at the wall? No. He split the third scene. But he stayed in the high groove. It didn't block Kyle. Kyle just didn't go to the bottom. Kyle couldn't run the bottom. He was not very That's good right. at the bottom. So so that that not not Ross's fault that he can't run the bottom. He stayed up top. They go side by side. He stays at the very top in one and two. Both drivers pass him on the bottom. They both clear him on the bottom. He doesn't try to stick his nose there and stay in Kyle where it blocks Kyle from the wall, and that's a block. He let him go. And then he did the teammate thing. He pulled down and pushed his teammate, which I did that for Austin. I've done that for Ty. I've done that for, for Rusty Wallace. For Ryan. We all do that. That's So 
I didn't have a problem with it. There was no controversy to me. I agree. He, he did nothing wrong. No. So, all right, let's look at the rest of the Atlanta results. Kyle Busch came in at plus 200 for a top three. Martin Truex Jr. was plus 250 for a top three. Uh, no big surprises there other than Truex had to start at the rear of the field because he failed inspection twice. Uh, not really Shocker big surprises again. through the top ten. Uh, Alex Bowman getting a fourth. Highest finishing Hendrick car. Maybe that's the surprise right. thing that Hendrick didn't have a top three. First weekend that Hendrick hasn't and produced a, top three a win in, like eight, in a long in like time. Eight weeks. Uh, but, you know, even a win. Because at Pocono, they won one of the two at Pocono. Uh, look, look at, though, once again, Tyler Reddick. We've been talking about him. Money is going to start coming in on Tyler Reddick. He's getting there. Seabell, another good run. And a guy that we talked about lost his ride, Matty D with a top 10. Yeah, and DeBenedetto, uh, you know, he's posted a video. He said, you know, that team is really they, – they, they've gotten better the last few weeks than they really have. I mean, they re- led a bunch of laps at, at Road America. Had a good run at Atlanta. So, I think that team uh, – look, they've got a win to get in the playoffs. I think we know that. But I think that team has certainly shown some improvement. And we'll look at the group matchups from last week. And we mentioned this earlier. Chalk. The favorites won in every single group except for Kurt Busch in Group C – uh, Kyle Busch taking Group A with his second-place finish, a plus 260. Martin Truex Jr. God. passed Alex Bowman God. on the last lap to win Come Group on, B. A bad beat for you and I in our picks this past week because uh, we had Alex Bowman at the plus 350. We'll talk about Group C there. Kurt Busch, big number there, that plus 355, which we talked about earlier. Group D, Tyler Reddick, uh, who he just seems to be – Undergrouped every he, week, I he think. Is starting he's to, a consider. He, he, he's a perennial top ten finisher. He right is now. chipping away right now. I mean, he is really. He is starting to make that team look good, and he's. I see him in Group C's and D's a lot more often now than I do E's and F's. Absolutely, in Group E, Matt DiBenedetto, who, who's probably been the most consistent guy in that Group E. He was co-favorite with Bubba Wallace. Came in there plus two forty with it, and a guy who's been running better every week, Chase Briscoe. This was two weeks in a row that Briscoe's had decent runs. He was one of the co-favorites. In group F coming in at a plus 225. Now, finish 15 between group F. But he had, I agree, but that's why it's group F. Yeah. But my point is he is he was finishing outside the top 20 almost every week, and now he's had a couple of back-to-back decent yep. runs for him. Yep. So, Brendan, we now have five races remaining. Now, now this week we go to New Hampshire. Can, can we? And the, hold on, and then we're going to take our two-week Olympic break before we come back. And by the way, run four races that are going to be two road courses and a say, super speed. Look race. at that schedule right there, though. How cool is this? First, you got the Olympics. I love the Olympics, but you go to New Hampshire, which is a fun race. Watkins Glen, iconic road course. Indianapolis Motor Speedway debut road course. Then back to the Michigan, the two-mile monster that is Michigan. And then, oh, hey, your favorite word, the crapshoot. Crap Daytona. Right at Daytona to go into the playoffs. So, are we going to, was Karina going to send an over under on crapshoots the week of the Daytona race? Uh, we got Ann sitting here. All right. And we're we're going to have to talk back and forth, see if we can so, get, get money on that. So, with five races to go and with Kurt Busch winning last week, the top 16 in points have dramatically separated themselves from 17 on down. So, if you're Chris Busher in 17th right now, or if you are Matt Matty Benedetto yeah. in 18th, or anybody, Ross Chastain, Bubba Wallace, it's, you've got to win. Yeah. I and mean, I don't think you're winning at New Hampshire or Michigan. Matt D maybe could win either one of those. You know, Atlanta, which is our, our 550 package, which would be the same package at Michigan. Uh, you know, all the Penske cars, except for Logano, were in the top 10. So you had three much Penskes better. in the top mm-hmm. 10. Much better run. That bodes well for Matty D. But you look, I mean, we had a couple weeks ago where there were a big gap, and you said, oh, that gap's growing, and then the gap shrunk. But at this point, the cream is sitting there. Tyler Reddick, he's got some breathing room, almost 100 points. 
to to be the last guy in. That breathing room's only there if so if nobody if somebody else doesn't win. But then it becomes really tight between gets, he and Austin Dillon because they're only eight points apart. So if you're if you're Tyler Reddick, you really want to beat your teammate every week, right? No, right now it's going to be a battle between those guys because if somebody does sneak in there, let's say somebody sneaks in there and wins Daytona, you know, in that in which happens all the time, that's going to bump one of those RCR teams. And how about Kevin Harvick? He's only 50 points ahead of that. So you have a bad race for Kevin. I mean, it, it, it's still not out of the realm of possibility. And I, I know I've harped all year about getting 16, 17 winners. Not happening. I might be giving up the ghost on that a little bit. I was going to say, you're going to have to have five completely different winners in, in these last five, five races. races so I but look, you still have happen. Denny and Kevin who haven't won. You still got, you know, and Tyler is getting to the point where he can. But I, it's it's going to be tough now. Now I think Michael McDowell can breathe easier because I don't think we're going to get 17 winners. No, I do not think there's much chance of that. All right. This weekend, we're heading to, they call this one the Magic, Magic Mile. Mile in Loud, New Hampshire. How do they get that nickname? Um, you know, I'm not really sure. I know that, you know, Dover had it's the one monster. Your, it's one of your places. Know, Come on. But, you know, Dover had the monster mile. And so I think they had to come up with something. And I really don't know. Maybe it was uh, when one of the previous GMs was and there. And what's up with the 301? Name. Okay. I can tell you the story behind the 301. Okay. I mean, I'm interested. So, because you had a four, you, you made fun of a track a couple weeks ago having K. And we're getting ready. And to have you a, used to run and, K And we're races. getting ready to have a 302 in the Xfinity Series in the fall, See? by the way. So, but I, I can tell you why they the got the 301. 301. So the races at New Hampshire were always 300 miles. Okay. And several years ago, I'm going to say it was about eight or nine years ago, there was a company called Linux, L-E-N-N-O-X, that sponsored the race. Well, Linux's uh, corporate motto is, we go the extra Extra mile. mile. So they wanted to make it the 301 to put the extra mile into the Linux 300, and it became the Linux 301. So even though Linux has gone away and the Foxwood Resorts Casino is coming in, we still keep the 301. So so you learn something new every day. There you go. 301. It's kind of like the 499 from Talladega. Uh, yes, and like I said, we're going to run an ALSCO 302 in the Xfinity race this year. Do you want to know why we're going to do that? Because the spring race was the ALSCO 300, and they want to di- differentiate and not have the same name on both races. And when you run one other l- extra lap, it's a mile and a half, so we rounded it up to two. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> oh. Brendan's Georgetown brain just checked. No, out I just okay. I, the, the, the uncanny things we go to. Okay. Hey, South Point 400 is 400 miles. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to New Hampshire this weekend. Looking at the guys that have had success, um, you know, that's a who's who of the sport right now. <laughs> we don't get a lot of upset winners at New Hampshire. I know Brian Vickers did win there a few years ago and somewhat of an upset win. But Kevin Harvick, the uh, all-time leader there with four wins. Then Denny Hamlin, Kurt Busch, and Kyle Busch. And Ryan Newman with three. I don't believe he will get four. Uh, Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano each with two. Uh, you know, Kurt Busch and Kevin Harvick went into Atlanta as the as the active wins leader Atlanta, and Kurt took that one over. Um, do you think that history plays in? I mean, like, for me, I'm drawing a line through Ryan Newman. Well, no, but they, they just haven't been very no, good. No, but here, look at this. He's got – don't take the win out of it. Remember, we don't always have to have the winner. But Ryan Newman, 20 top tens in 35 starts. That to me shows me, and Ryan Newman has not always been on great teams. For and he all. is one other thing, but Ryan, and don't mean to cut you off. He has also almost always run that modified race at New Hampshire the that. day before. By the way, if you ever want to see the greatest <laughs> race that nobody ever gets to see, watch that modified race. But Hart, you know, you look at that number. That's that's pretty stout for a guy that doesn't run great. Now Kyle Busch, sixteen for twenty nine, top ten. 
I look at that. I don't care about the win part. The win part's great. Look at those top 10 numbers. Look at Kevin Harvick with that top five number. You know, Kyle Busch with that top five number. To me, that says, hey, more often than not, even if they're not having a good day, by our standards, they're have by their standards, they're having a good day by my standards. You know, so that means that I can feel more confident if I'm going to put my money down. Even though Harvick, okay, Harvick's, you know, we, Harvick hasn't been great yet. Ah, wait, this is one of those tracks that maybe he can just get me that top five, win a group, win a head-to-head. I got to take a look at that and, and keep that in the back of my mind. Now let's look at another sheet. How about those who are some of our top guys who have not it's done hot, so well in New Hampshire? So Martin Truex Jr. 27 starts, no wins, and only seven top fives. Um, Chase Elliott, only one career top five there. Granted, it's only seven starts, but only one top five, uh, two top tens. Are that, is that a couple of guys that you kind of just say, uh, I think I might stay away from those two guys? Well, I mean, this is one of the 55 home tracks for Martin Truex Jr. Um, so it's <laughs> it's rather amusing. Anything north of, like, the, the Virginia, North Carolina line and east of the Mississippi no, is, a, is, is Martin Truex Jr.'s Sorry. home Inside track. Inside joke, guys. <laughs> look, I look at those, and there's a couple things. Alex Bowman, remember I've said I am not going against Alex Bowman or William Byron right now, no matter what their history is. No top fives and so no, no top tens and nine stars for Bowman. But those Hendrick guys, the simulation, all the stuff they got going on, this might be that might that number might increase Alex Bowman's odds, which might make me want to jump but on. One him thing about Bowman, and maybe this is a little bit of inside baseball knowledge I have. Alex Bowman absolutely hates New Hampshire and it is in his head. Wow. He what, is hey, I'm the king of that. Once well, it's in your head. He has gone on record as saying that the best thing they could ever do is to blow it up I will or use that. burn it down. I'm going to use that then. Um, he, that. He, and, and he's had some issues there. So he, And look, although he did make a point, he said, but I hated Richmond. And we went to Richmond and ran very well. I so I, I think New Hampshire is a little bit in Alex Bowman's head. There's one on this, the not hot list, though, that I, I'm, I'm going to give an asterisk to. Kyle Larson. Yes. Ten, 50% top 10. Okay, he hasn't won, but he's 50% top 10, 40% top 5. That Not hot because no wins, but... And what's he doing for the first time this Sunday? Right, driving for Hendrick at New driving Hampshire. Driving for Hendrick Motorsports <laughs> at New Hampshire, exactly. And I think that's a big difference, I think, that we see out of Kyle Larson. So I'm just going to say discount Kyle Larson at your own peril. You know, and the Chase Elliott thing... We know the Hendrick cars have just not just, been there that good lately. They're, they're, they're so much better now. They are much better now. And we only go there once a year, so we don't get the same reference. You know, it's not a place that we go to for a second time. No, yeah, I think they I think they've I think they're probably over that by now, don't you think? <laughs> Hopefully. Yes, one of those races did come to Las Vegas and did become the South Point four hundred and we're very thankful for Brendan gone and his father. And uh, shh, don't bring that up. That we have that. Don't so bring that up. Well, I'm just doing everything I can to, you know, it'll keep you out of New Hampshire. <laughs> All right, we'll be back on Gone Racing. We'll start talking about the odds to win. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone. We're talking about the Foxwoods Resorts Casino 301 at New Hampshire Motor Speedway this Sunday in Loudoun, New Hampshire. And, Brendan, it's time to get to the odds to win the race. And the very first thing that jumps out at me, even though Denny Hamlin is the favorite, plus 475. That's one That's of the good biggest number. favorite numbers I think that we've seen. Since uh, Daytona's Talladega. Yeah, we've only got six guys in the single digits there. Martin Trix Jr. at 500. Kyle Larson at 550, Brad Keselowski and Kyle Busch at 650, and Chase Elliott at 800. Uh, other guys, Logano 10 to 1, William Byron and Kevin Harvick 15, Alex Bowman with 16 to 1. Boy, that's a pretty good number on Alex Bowman. Ryan Blaney 18 to 1, Christopher Bell 20, Kurt Busch last week's winner at 28, Matt DiBenedetto at 40, the two Childress drivers, Dylan and Reddick at 60, Almarola and Chastain at 80. Uh, boy, that's a, that's a big number on Denny Hamlin. That is a big number on Denny Hamlin, and we just we just ran a stat that said Martin Truex Jr. not hot, right? Twenty seven races, seven top fives, thirteen top tens. Let's. Let, but remember how you and I always say, "What have you done for well, me?" Well, and a lot of those were not in the Gibbs cars. Absolutely. Let's talk about what have you done for me lately? Going back to two thousand and sixteen, seventh, third, fifth, fourth, sixth, third. He's on a six race top 10 streak, four of them being top fives. So he's had seven top ten fives in his career there, four of them in the last seven races. So you're all in on Martin Trix Jr. this Well, week? I'm just saying we gave you the not hot stat, but, you know, what have you done for me lately? Well, he's running top five every week, dang near, at when they go to New Hampshire. So I'm not quite as cool on him as we were when we showed that stat of, hey, not hot. 
Well, hold on a second. Lately, he's been hot there. All right, the all-time wins leader, uh, excuse me, all-time active wins, wins leader, leader at the track, who if he's ever going to have a bounce-back week, this is a week he's got to look at one. it. 15-1, to one, Kevin Harvick. Does that entice you on Kevin Harvick? Yes. I, I God, it's just. <sighs> now, and, and we talked about Alex Bowman, how much he hates New Hampshire, but Alex Bowman's in contention every week. Now, is this track going to be in his head, or is he going to overcome that? You know, you know my thing about Byron and, and Bowman. I mean, they're both 15, 16 to one, and those guys have been strong every week. Kyle Larson. I mean, he did, one week he had, you know, he got a hole in the nose, he and finished, you know, a bad finish. But man, Kyle Larson at five fifty. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys up there I could take for the win and make some money. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of these double digits. And we talked about Kurt Busch. He's won there three times. And you talk about momentum. I know, Brendan, oh, no, you I love, love momentum. momentum. I love momentum. So here's the now, granted, he's out there now just piling up playoff points. So it's a little bit different. He's gotten that monkey off his back to get the win, but that's a big number at 28 to 1 on him. Matt DiBenedetto, who, look, if there's ever a guy that's going to be out there to prove something over these next few weeks, and 40 to 1 on him, and we all think, I think, that. Tyler Reddick could find himself in victory lane at some point this year. Matty D has has always proven that when the chips are down for him, he can perform. So one of these, it, it's worth, folks, just taking Matt Benedetto for the next eight weeks, nine weeks in a row. Just put a five dollar bill on him because he's going to be forty to one just about every week, and he's going to pay off. I'm telling you, I I, I foresee that happening. But you know the deal, the 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 two drivers at uh, at, at RCR that. They're, they're up there. It's not like they're not there every week. They're there now every week. Well, Reddick's getting top tens. I mean, he's he's competing in the top ten every week. You know, I know that's not a win. Not many stats there, right? He's only got one race. But in his one start there, he has an eight, a tenth place finish. So well, we should, I might look how how's he done in Xfinity Series up there too. You know, I mean that's the thing. It's like not like these guys haven't raced, haven't there, raced there before. There in something. So although they do only get the one shot at it this year. All right, you want to take a look at the top threes real quick. Uh, heavy favorite there, uh, or low numbers I guess on Denny Hamlin yeah. plus one ten. A lot of guys in the plus one hundreds. Truex one forty, Larson one fifty, Keselowski, Kyle Busch one eighty, then two twenty for Elliott, Logano two seventy five, and then we get some real numbers. Numbers. Um, plus 500s on Byron and Harvick, 525 on Bowman, Blaney 600. Um, man, those are uh, those are some pretty big numbers for top threes for some guys that I think will certainly be competing for top threes. You know, I mean, they're, there's, they're good enough numbers for that. And once again, we talked about the, the RCR teams, 20 to 1. You talked about Matty D, 13 to 1. There's some decent, there are some decent numbers there for uh for a top three, which which there's value in the top three. I mean, I, I can see me going to to I can see definitely once again Byron B- Bowman, the RCR, the 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 Penske cars running better, and and I can see picking a few top threes this week and not having a, a terrible shot at getting a couple of them in there. Well, and I think that's what I kind of like are some guys that, that we know they're competitive every week, and and those are some of the longer. I think those are some of the longer third. The top three odds, odds. that I've seen, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, 500 guys. and Bowman, they've been top five almost every week. Yep. All right, we come back and break down the driver head-to-heads and start in the groups.
Back here at Gone Racing, Jeff Motley alongside Brendan Gone here live from the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel Casino. We're talking about the Foxwood Resorts 301 at New Hampshire this weekend. Moving into the driver head-to-heads, nothing that really is just huge. We don't have a big number on anybody. I mean, maybe a plus 120 of Christopher Bell against William Byron is about the biggest number that we've got out there for somebody to be on the, the underdog side. But Brendan, you, you you looked over this and you've got one that you just you just, just like because it's a, what great, I like. it's a cute uh, matchup. You got Kyle and Kyle show right in the middle. They're, they're, they're uh, standard juice, minus 110 on each side, head to head against them. Two of the hottest guys around right now, right? I mean, Kyle Busch didn't win last week, but Super hot, been super hot lately. Uh, and Kyle Larson, who, of course, has been super hot lately. So, I mean, I, I think it's a fun number. But there's, there's one thing, Jeff, about that head-to-head. What has been my theory on Kyle Busch the last half of this season? Well, you're about whether he gets either a practice session in or he runs an Xfinity race or a truck race. So He's getting none of the above. If he hits the racetrack before Sunday, I've been all over Kyle. And And – We've been making money because if you bet Kyle that way, it's been good. Uh, this is the first week in a while that Kyle doesn't have that to fall back on. So we'll see if the theory holds true or if he's able to come out of that slump of no practice. But I do like the Kyle Larson, Kyle Bush show right in the middle, minus 110s. Well, That's I like the fun. fact that Kyle Bush has got some confidence going. He's got some momentum going right now. I think and that, he's a plus 105 against Brad Kay. And I think he feels better by the way, way his car's running. Now, I think there's probably one up there that I'm just kind of, my eyes kind of went, hmm. Kevin Harvick, the four-time winner, is plus 105 against William Byron's minus 125. What? Um, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, but I mean, at New Hampshire, I'm not sure William Byron has done much for me lately either. And but, Byron but, really struggled at Atlanta last but week, or I don't so did care. Kevin. What have I told you about the stats on Byron and Bowman? Well, I understand that. I'm just saying that number. I'm not. Look, when we make our picks in the next segment. I'm not picking Kevin Harvick to beat William Byron. I'm just saying the number itself just kind of was kind like. Of st- look, if this has been any other year where Kevin Harvick has won a race and run, you know, what we think of Kevin Harvick, that would absolutely be a flip-flop number. Right now, Byron is running better than Harvick, so Harvick's the dog. You want what you think is an easy plus 105? Put your money on Harvick. Well, and now, and now the guy out there who seems to be showing up in almost all of these, at least he's in half of them, is Brad Keselowski. He's an underdog at 105 to Truex, Hamlin, and, uh, and okay, he's underdog to both of them. He's a favorite at minus 125 to Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson is getting a plus number on Brad Keselowski, plus 105, and then he's also he, he is a minus 125 against Larson, against Kyle Busch, against Chase Elliott, and against Joey Logano. Hey, I would Harley. argue Kyle, both of the Kyles should be. Ahead of Keselowski. Who won the last race at New Hampshire Motor Speedway? Yeah, but I'm telling you, Brad just has not run that well this year. But the Penske's ran better last week. They did run better last week, and this has got to be a little bit of looking at last year's race, and we don't Absolutely. have any other data points there because Absolutely. we don't. We only run there once a year. That's I, all I, I can I mean, I, I see where you're going with it, but Brad did win the last race there. Now, what yeah. have you done for me lately? Exactly. Now you're going the other way, right? Kyle Larson, so. 105. You, like the, you think that's a, a gimme number? There's an easy 105. Take it on Kyle Larson. Take the easy 105 on Kevin Harvick and see how it plays out. I want you to pick those two. Yeah, I'm telling you, and the only reason I'm not pick is because I'm going bigger. I'm going for bigger numbers. i got to pad, pad my lead. <laughs> We'll talk about that in the next segment. I don't want to talk uh, about that. All right, let's let's. I can't pick those. Let's get started on the on the groups right now. Now, Group A. Huh. Now, when I look at Group A, 
Kyle Busch is plus 315. Now, we'll run through them. Truex and Hamlin, the favorites at plus 250. Keselowski's plus 280, only on the strength of winning the last race there. Kyle Busch, plus 315. Now, he has clearly been the best Gibbs car over the last two months of the season. But? But he doesn't have an Xfinity race, a truck race, or practice. I still say you get Kyle Busch at plus 315, that is a really, really hard number to pass up. Look, I, I think he's running better than both of his teammates there, and I just don't know that Keselowski's done anything to get me too excited. And let's let's face it, how's that team going to react knowing that he's not going to be their driver anymore? They, but they've known that for the last yeah, but now two it's months. Out, and now it's out there. And it's, it doesn't matter. They've known it the last two months. The, the question I have with Brad, he's not in – He's not in the, going to be in the uh, the uh, strategy meetings anymore. He's not going to be in all the all the debriefs anymore. So to me, that's where I worry on Brad. Not so much the team knows. The team's known. Uh, he's not going to be in those meetings anymore. So he's not going to be given all the information. That's why I'm. But why would now with the new car coming next year? Why would you cut him out of the meetings? Because he's really. It's not like he's getting any information. That that's a good point. That's a good point. But that's not the way the team's going to run it. Yeah, probably I mean, right. But, but that you make a very valid point there. All right, let's look at Group B. Give you give you kudos for the point. And you know how excited I am to look at Group B and see. I get Kyle Larson in a Group B. Look, he didn't have a good week at Atlanta last week, but he's won everything else, and he finished second at Pocono in a race where he had to come from the rear, and he dominated the race the day before. I mean, Kyle Larson's had one bad race where he's just run poorly, if you want to call running poorly last week. But he had a fourth and a sixth in the first two stages. So Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott, the co-favorites at plus 240, Joey Logano plus 250, and a really, really big number, plus 395 on William Byron. But, man, Kyle Larson in a Group B? He finished second there twice, too, at Ganassi. In 20, the two, last time they had two races, he was second both races. I mean, that, that bodes very well. But, man, that 395 on William Byron is so high. But so was that 315 on Kyle Busch in Group A, and you seem to put that 395. 395. This, is, it's this is even bigger. I know, but I'm just telling you, it, it, I don't see any justification for being able to believe that William Byron's going to run better than Kyle Larson. And Byron's, got, Byron's in one of those situations where, because he runs so poorly last week at Atlanta, he's going to be starting back probably around so 11, 12, 13. Well, well, that's true. Kyle Larson's going to start back there a little bit too. But his point standing will help him have a little bit better position, true. I think, than Byron. So, I don't know. I just like the fact that I can look up there and I can see Kyle Larson at, at a, in a Group B. You give me Kyle Larson in a Group B, I'm taking Kyle Larson. All so. Right. I think I'm giving a little foreshadowing to what my <laughs> one of my picks is going to be. All right, we'll take a look at Group C before we go to break. Group C, Kevin Harvick and Ryan Blaney, the two co-favorites at plus 265. Christopher Bell at plus 275. And Alex Bowman at plus 280. Um, boy, I feel like that Bowman's the guy that's been the hotter of those four drivers lately. But Harvick obviously has a great track record there. I can kind of understand why that's such a close group. It's a tough one too. I mean, but if you see, and Seabell has been running better lately, so you you can't just discount him completely. Penske's last week had a great run with uh, with Blaney, of course, being top five. So that group is even tougher now than it was. Even though I'm so high on Byron and Bowman, uh, that that might be the toughest group to me. The toughest so far. That has been the toughest group to handicap. Well, and let's not also forget Ryan Blaney got a top five last week in Atlanta. Kind of went. Unnoticed. So, um, but I really like kind of like Alex Bowman there being a long shot in that. Okay, we come back. We're going to finish up the group matchups. We're also going to talk about the chances for manufacturer to win. We'll talk about our picks.
watch any part of today's show or any past show, check us out at vsun.com slash subscribe. There are many ways for you to watch us. We're available on Fubo Sling. We partnered with iHeartMedia, and you also can access vsun on your Alexa devices. For all the ways to watch and listen, go to vsun.com slash subscribe today. Jeff Motley, Brendan Gaughan, wrapping up our show this week from, uh, well, we're from the Beeston Studios at the South Point Hotel, but we're talking about the race this weekend at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, and we're in the middle of our group matchup breakdown, and moving on to Group D, we've got the two children's cars, the co-favorites, Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick, both at 265, Eric Almarola plus 270, and Ross Chastain at plus 285. Uh, one guy's been hotter than the other three in that group. It's tight group right there. Not a big spread. Tyler Reddick, I would say, has been the the hotter of all the drivers in that. But Ross Chastain is one of those where he's been riding that roller coaster. Some weeks he's up, so like last week he was down. But then he he's, you don't know where on that roller coaster he's going to end up. Does the we we no, absent noticeably noticeably absent for us Kurt Busch not in a group, but does that rising tide float both ships? You know, that could be. But Tyler Reddick, to me, has just been a hair better than Austin all year. And I, I like Tyler in that group. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Looking at Group E, Daniel Suarez comes in as a co-favorite with Bubba Wallace at plus 250. Chris Busher is plus 280. And Cole Custer, the long shot at plus 315. Now, Brennan, one thing, you know, I, I've been a lot this year on Chris Busher, And I've mm -hmm. won some groups with Chris Busher. Suddenly, the last four or five weeks – Right Fading. after he got his contract extension, Fading. I'm not sure what's going on over there. Well, and and you know that happens to in all sports. You see that happen sometimes. To me, Daniel Suarez coming off of two of his worst runs of the season, broke a transmission again at Road America and got wrecked got, at lap got ten. Crash there. But every week, Daniel Suarez to me has been a a top fifteen, top ten. You know, borderline top ten, but easy top fifteen team. If you tell me who consistently has been there in that group. Only one guy. I think that, to me, is an easy choice. I like the favorite. I like Daniel Suarez. All right, let's look at Group F. Our favorite in Group F is Ricky Stenhouse Jr., plus 260. A guy we talked about a little earlier in the show who's been running better of late, Chase Briscoe, coming in at a plus 270. Ryan Newman, we talked about the success he's had at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. He's been very good there, plus 275. And Eric Jones, who's having a really uh, rough year for a guy that's uh, that, we, that we really like, is a plus 280. Um, boy, I, I I don't really know where to go with this. There's a part of me well, that says Newman knows the track, that Briscoe's got some momentum, and Stenhouse has been okay every week. I, I mentioned earlier that, that that stat for Newman makes you think very highly of him in a group matchup. He's in Group F. I mean, if there's a group that that, that, that stat should play to, it's Group F. I can look at Eric Jones, and I think you've done this to me about four times this year when I've I pulled up Eric Jones' stats. And said, hey, you know, Eric, this is Eric Jones. He's got a third place finish here, a sixth place finish here in two of his runs. I mean, Eric Jones, uh, that was Joe Gibbs equipment, though. And the petty equipment has not done justice for him at the places that he was even better. Darlington, I think, is the one that I got busted on really which, bad. Which I've been, I'm going to say, I've been surprised Jones hasn't been better because we know that they're getting the engines from Childress. But they, no, it's, it's a full, it's on Childress's campus. And, and I thought Bubba ran the car better last year than Eric has run I it did this too. year. So and, I don't know and, what's changed over there. And Daniel Suarez has been running so well with Trackhouse in, in the Childress stuff. And we stuff, know what so. Dylan and Reddick have been doing. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, that one's a little perplexing. That's the one to me that has been the most. If I look at this, I'm going to say, okay, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., has had some weeks where he's almost won races. I mean, we've had Ricky's a couple times this year and went, oh, my God. But Ryan Newman, that stat we showed earlier, 
He has been over 50% of the time in the top 10. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I, even though, and granted, he's not in a Penske no, car. No, but like he doesn't he need a top ten. Yet, he just needs to beat those three guys. Those three guys. So I'm I'm high on Ryan Newman in Group F. All right, and our last uh, our last wager we like to talk about each week our odds for the teams. Uh, uh, <laughs> Newsflash: Hendrick Motorsports is not the favorite. In fact, Joe Gibbs a minus, minus one ten. I would not touch that with a ten foot pole. Wow. Uh, Joe Gibbs minus one ten with their uh, their quartet of cars. Hendrick Motorsports quartet of cars coming in at plus one fifty five. Team Penske at plus two sixty. Then we drop off into double digits. Stuart Haas eleven to one. Ganassi the same as last week twenty to one. Childress at thirty to one. The Wood Brothers at forty to one. And then long shots JTG Doherty, Roush Fenway at ninety, and Trackhouse with Daniel Suarez. I, I at like that they. I like that DraftKings has dumped the field because the field wasn't gaining anything. But you've broke out Trackhouse Racing into that because they're, they seem to be the next group. And that's why we talk about them so much. Trackhouse racing is coming. Now, do I think he's going to win the race this week? No. <laughs> but I, mean, I, I like they dumped the field because really the field, Trackhouse racing was really the last one that might be winning there. Um, 100 to 1, enticing, but I don't think I'm going to. Okay, Brendan, it's that time of the show. We get to talk a little bit about uh, how we Let's did last week. Let's talk about how we're betting week. this week. Let's talk about how we're betting this week. Uh, we, will get, we will get we're to betting. that uh, a little we're bit betting. later. Uh, the Let's, pit crew was... I, I have technical difficulties. I think that, I, I think that I, they're... I'm being buttons, interrupted on purpose. Buttons back there are, are struggling to be pushed. They can't find the, the graphic of... No, 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 yep. no, no, no. I, 
Okay, folks. Doesn't this it, thing it, have my name on it at least? I mean, it says gone racing. I mean, it's yeah, not it's spelled not, right. Yeah, but. yeah, but it's not spelled with a bunch of A's and U's either. <laughs> Buy a vowel. <laughs> <sighs> All right, the pit crew had a really good week last week. Got winners with Kyle Busch getting a top three. They really, really kind of uh, kind of lucked out on the two of us by getting Truex in, in Group B since he passed uh, Bowman on the last lap to win Group B. Also got a win out of Matt DiBenedetto in Group E. Um, I came in second last week, uh, my two winners. I also had Matt D winning in Group E. And Tyler Reddick, who I have been on a lot this year, uh, winning in Group D. Uh, Wes Reynolds, who pinched him Pick the winner. Pick uh, the winner, Kurt Busch. He, he, he picked him in Group C. There he didn't go. pick him to win the race, but but he did pick uh, Kurt in Group C, which he was the only uh, non-favorite to win a group of plus 355. Uh, his problem was he took Larson for a top three at minus 155. That was um, That's that, that, that hurt him. That, that hurt him. Put a little uh, extra point him. out he there. He did have Bowman over Keselowski. And, uh, Brendan, you had a rough week. But, I mean, look, you lost Bowman on the last lap. Uh, Byron, he was just out to lunch. Yeah. He, he just did not have it going on. Um and Chase Elliott, look, he had to go to the rear of the field. He fought his way all the way back to seventh, but Larson got a hole in his nose. Larson got a, got a I was, hole in his I was nose. Too, so. See, here's my problem. I did this all the way from from Ireland, and I did not look and see how heavy I was on Hendrick. I, I, I never go heavy on one organization that bad. I should have taken more time. I, I will take the blame. My fault. Oh no no no! Please don't show this. One. And the season no, standings don't right show now. This one. No. Um, and I was in the lead. I started the season with a huge lead. I have been as cold as cold can be. You're kind of like Kyle Larson at Pocono. Thought you had it won. <laughs> Could see the checkered flag. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. That's, why, that's why we go to the end of the season. I'm, apologizing. Season. I'm apologizing to Kyle Larson. It's a long you, season. It is. And look, you could end season. up getting a one. And look, if you pick Kurt Busch to win at Atlanta last week, you'd be in the lead right now. See? So, anyway, the standings right now, I'm at 8.7. Pit crew is at 3.7, and Brendan is uh, below the Mendoza line. Actually, uh, what is the, the Mendoza line is like 200, so you're below, like, sea level, I think. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what minus 14.65 is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I got to stop laughing, and we got to get. You know, <laughs> I've got it. Let's coming. just make I, our damn picks. I've got it coming. Okay, <laughs> and and guess what? You get to go first. No, all right. So, uh, speak. I, I'm I'm trying to fight off the Mendoza line. Thank you. Uh, I am not going to go for a long shot to win because that's not how you get back in the game. You get back in the game by chipping away, chipping a chair. So I am going to go with a two top threes. They're big numbers in top threes, though. But Kevin Harvick at plus 500, I like those numbers on him. That's a, that's a huge top three number. Uh, and William Byron at plus 500. I think they're both strong enough. I think they both can. But I can hedge that bet in the group matchups by taking Kyle Larson to win Group B. So I, I get 500 on him to get a top three, but I also get Kyle Larson to win. I could win both of those and have a great week. I'm just saying. Uh, then I'm going to go Tyler Reddick. And Group D, and I'm going Daniel Suarez, the favorite, in Group E. Those are my picks today. All righty. Well, there's a couple that you and I are going to overlap on. You will not be able to gain on. That's okay. Listen, I don't need to gain right now. I just need to get positive. I rarely ever take a race winner. I'm taking a race winner this week. Go for it. I'm going Kyle Busch to win the race. Plus 650. I love how not big Not buying that, into my theory. I love, no, okay. I'm not. I love that big number. Um, I'm going a top three. I just love the plus 525 number on Alex Bowman. 
Uh, I know he hates New Hampshire, but I'm going to kind of think that he's going to get his, his mind right around New Hampshire. And the rest of my picks, I'm going in the groups. I'm, uh, I'm going to ride my Kyle Bush bandwagon in Group A. That plus 315 is just too enticing to pass up. Mm. And then I'm in agreement with you in both Group B on Kyle Larson and in Group D on Tyler Reddick. And I do have the pit crew picks here. The pit crew. Uh, been in fuego lately. Been in fuego. Pit crew looking at, uh, they, they obviously did not listen to anything I had to say about Kevin Harvick. They're taking Kyle Larson for a top three, Kevin Harvick for a top three. It's plus 500. They've got Denny Hamlin winning Group A, Kyle, Kevin Harvick winning Group C, and they agree with us. All three of us have Tyler Reddick winning in. No, group, that's the kiss of death right D. there. So, yeah, the that's, ki- pretty that's much the kiss means of death. Tyler Reddick will blow an engine on lap 10. So I feel Everybody bad. Agrees on I feel so bad for Tyler Reddick right now because we've completely sorry, Tyler. I love put you. The, put the whammy on him. So okay, Brandon, we got about a minute to go. Uh, you've raced at New Hampshire. What can people expect from a race at New Hampshire this Listen, weekend? I know a lot of the fans think New Hampshire can kind of be a boring sort of race because it do, it's just not a lot of speed, not a lot of things. But as a driver, one of the toughest places to drive, and that's why we like it. It puts it in my hands. The bump going into turn three, the, the, you hit the brakes right where you hit that splitter on there, really unsettles the car. I know they're going to have PJ1, whatever you call your fancy stuff, down to try to give uh, more grip down on the bottom. I love what they do there. They put it on the bottom, Jeff, and the top, and they leave the middle natural. Well, it's I guess go. somebody's come up with the idea to think that that's the way to do it. Listen, that's the, I'm, I'm not going to talk about your guy Swift well, and what you're doing at well, Atlanta. But, you know. Well, and New Hampshire is really kind of like Martinsville double. It's it two is. long straightaways and two, I don't want to call It's a tough place. Terms, a fun place to race, tough place, and, of course, great people up there. Get a lobster while you're there. All right, well, we'll only have four races left in the regular season when this is over. We get the two-week Olympic break after this. We'll be back next week to break down New Hampshire on Gone Racing. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 